Our guest today played nine years in the NFL with the Carolina Panthers after being drafted in the second round out of Nebraska. He won a national championship there in 95 and 97. He went to the Super Bowl in 2003 with the Panthers. He is now an NFL ambassador. He also works with the Legends community. He works in real estate and he's a motivational speaker. I am pleased to welcome Mike Rucker on unpacking it today mike thanks so much for joining us how are you yeah i'm doing good buddy thanks for having me man we're, we're glad to have you and, and and before we really jump in i, I got to hear about what took place last weekend where you you celebrated with your your nebraska teammates from that championship team in 97 what what was it like to to see the guys and experience all that uh, it, it was awesome you know when i when we stepped on campus, you know, all these memories kind of flooded back. And then when you see some faces that you recognize and there were some faces like, Oh, I forgot we played together. Oh, man. And you just really kind of just pick up where you left off. And, and there's some stories where, you know, like my, like my roommates, I saw every single uh, roommate that I had um, throughout my five years of college. And wow. it was pretty cool for us to kind of uh, rekindle some relationships and just kind of, tell some old stories and we had a lot of laughs so it was really a great time wow that's cool and, and how have things maybe even changed there or, or how often do you get back to nebraska to to kind of see the team and, and be a part of things well my father-in-law's in lincoln so we get to lincoln quite a bit but oh, as good. far as getting on campus and, and getting to the games uh it sometimes it's a little bit tough um, throughout the, the fall with your kids in sports so it gets difficult but uh, we were able to make it back uh, I think the, the the friendships and the conversations were exactly what we were looking for. Oh, that's that's really cool. Mike Rucker, former defensive end in the NFL with the Carolina Panthers, joining us here on Unpacking It. And and it's wild to think that, that it's almost been ten years since you retired from the NFL. So so how has the the second career been for you? And and what's it been like getting involved in in real estate and also some broadcasting with the Panthers as well? It's been, it's been good. You know, it's a transition. Every football player is going to go through this transition. It's not about the money that's in the account. Uh, it's not about the star, you know, the star power. It's really the transition. And what are you going to do in the next phase in your life? So from the age of, say, six, seven, eight years old, we've been an expert at, you know, throwing the football, making tackles, sacking the quarterback. And all of a sudden, somewhere in the age, you know, your late 20s or early 30s, um, for the average person, you're now done mm. and you're retired from that career. And now you have to reinvent yourself. You have to go find a new career that you're not necessarily an expert in. Yeah. And so that transition is very tough. So like I said, it's not about, you know, what you have physically. It's about really retraining the mind and finding a new career path uh, that's going to essentially um, make you happy, uh, and, and you're, when you wake up in the morning for the next 50 something years. Well, well, so what has been the joy of, of this second career? And, and I know you spent a lot of time on your real estate business. Um, what have been the joys of that, but then what, what has been maybe some of the, the struggles of no longer playing football for you personally? Yeah. Great question. You know, 13 years ago when I was still playing about halfway through my career, I started vision group realty. Uh, which is a full-service real estate firm. And the reason why I did that was because I saw a lot of guys coming in and there was a void there um, because as soon as we sign our contract, our, our, our basically our paycheck and our salary is in the paper. 
And so people know that we have the money. Mm. And so I wanted to really just educate the players that they came, you know, through the locker room, whether it's through the draft or through uh, free agency and really help them through that process. So we've had our company for 13 years, mm. uh, still going strong. But the the one part that I, I really felt like I was missing was, was just being able to serve. Mm. To serve um, not only spiritually, but just from – from a, uh, a personal perspective of being able to help people. I love helping people. I love meeting people. And so the real estate was able to do that, but then also to take it to the next level was being able to work with the Panthers in the preseason color. Yeah. It allows me to do TV uh, during the preseason. I've been, uh, I think I just finished my ninth year. Wow. And then also working in the NFL legends community. And basically it's working in the retired player space. And it's going out. We've got roughly about 22,000 former players out there. And my job in the Southeast region is to go find them, turn over rocks, make calls, and basically help them reconnect with their team and their league and any resources that they need to help them in their transition. Like I said, everybody's going to go go through a transition. And so uh, we're there to try to help and be that helping hand and, and to serve our fellow brothers. Oh, that's really neat. Very cool to hear. Mike Rucker, former Carolina Panther defensive end, joining us here on Unpacking It. And, and, and Mike, we, we love talking sports here on, on Unpacking It, but we also love to, to just hear the, the journeys of, of guys, and especially when it comes to uh, your faith and, and, and deciding to, to follow Jesus. And so really would love to hear just kind of a, a, about your, your story because you mentioned this desire to, to serve people and, and help people. Where, where does that stem from, and, 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 and really where did your – your faith and, and interest in Jesus begin? Yeah, you know, I, I grew up uh, in the church, um, you know, and probably typical of, of kids, you know, six, seven, eight years old, you know, mom, dad dragging me to church. You know, I'd try to find a way to sit on the back pew, fall asleep, <laughs> all, all of those things. Uh, as I got older into high school, I thought that um, I could skip church by going and staying all night at my buddy's mm. on Saturday night instead of Friday night. Uh, that didn't really work because mom would say, yeah, you can go stay, but make sure that you're ready at 730 when we pick you up for church. So, you know, all those tricks of the trade uh, didn't do very well. As I got into college, I kind of, you know, went astray on my own, you know, just kind of doing the whole college life. And each year in the football world, I was doing better and better. And, you know, my sophomore year, you know, my, my redshirt year, we won a championship. Uh, my freshman year, we won a championship. And then my junior year, we won another national championship. So each year I got better. We got more and more attention. Uh, my senior year was supposed to be my year that I just uh, knocked the block off of it, you know, heading towards the NFL. And I remember it like yesterday playing La Tech. Uh, and we, I go out and guy was in a shotgun formation. The ball goes over his head. I'm going to hit this guy so hard. It was like slow motion. Mm. I was trying to think of different ways I was going to hit him. And I just fell down with this injury that I've never felt before. And playing sports, you have a lot of pain, sprained ankles, torn ligaments, whatever. And this is something I've never felt before. And I just remember being on the, my back in front of 75,000 people. Wow. And I just remember looking up at the sky and saying, Lord, no, not me, not now. Mm. Why? And I remember getting into the training room and 
they really couldn't put their finger on what was going on. And as a couple of weeks go by, you know, they, they just, it was just baffled. And then when they kind of thought what they knew it was, it was really career ending at that point wow. for the cases that they saw. And so I just really began just to, just to break down and just, I, I knew the Lord was working on me and he was just, that was his way of trying to grab my attention. Mm. But I just thought it was over. And then for my position, you have to have sacks. Oh yeah. You have to have sacks. I can have a thousand tackles. They don't care. Hmm. The defensive end have to have sacks. They don't care about the interceptions, the tackles. You have to have sacks. And so I go through that whole year. I rededicated my life, got back. I got connected with FCA, yeah. fellow Christian uh, of athletes, got connected, was on a good path, felt good. But there was still a portion of me thinking that, hey, this is what I'm supposed to do. God's going to bless it, you know. When is it? It should be next week. And I truly hadn't released it yet. Mm. And God knew that. And as we go through this whole season, we're going into the last game of the year. I have zero sacks. I have a handful of tackles, zero sacks. Mm. And I had finally released it. I finally said, God, you know what? If I don't play football again, I'm okay with that. And he really felt that in my heart that I truly released it at this time. And to make a long story short, we go play Colorado on ABC. This just shows you uh, how God works. Uh, I had two sacks and I was the MVP of that game. (laughs) And then we we went to the uh, we went to our holiday we went played in the Holiday Bowl our bowl game. I had two sacks. I was the MVP. And then I go to the Senior Bowl, which is the All Star game for seniors uh, all across the country. I had two sacks and MVP. So he took three games six sacks, three MVPs allowed me to be the eighth pick in the second round of that draft. And that whole injury piece just went away. And so that's part of my testimony that, um, once I rededicated my life, uh, in God's time, not my time, God's time, um, is a perfect timing. And he was fortunate enough that, that he just, he just blessed us. I say, I was fortunate enough that he just blessed us. And, um, basically opening up my eyes and, and putting me back on, on the right path. But by no means am I perfect. I'm a, I'm a sinner, uh, uh, you know, by, by nature. Um, but every day I, I confess and I, I tried to wake up with the right intentions, but, uh, through his grace and his mercy, uh, allows me to, to keep moving, uh, and try to, to, uh, lift up the kingdom, uh, Amen. in any way possible with the platform that I have. Amen. Amen. Oh, it's an awesome story. Mike Rucker, former Carolina Panther defensive end, joining us here on Unpacking It, talking sports, faith, and life. And and so th- this is a key moment uh, of your life that, that changes the, the trajectory of your life in, in college and, and just changing your, your whole perspective and, and, and this, this sense of surrender and, and humility there. So now you end up getting drafted into the NFL. So So how does your kind of view of football and, and your career change because now you're viewing it through this lens that, that God has blessed you. God's given you this, this ability and, and you want to, to, to do it for his glory. Yeah. So, you know, I had different pair of goggles on at, at this point as we get drafted and in the rookie year. And that, now it's a whole different kind of world because now I don't have someone over my shoulder really helping me through school and, and all these different programs and college that can help me. Now I'm on my own. Now it's a real job. You're getting a paycheck, and you're supposed to show up at this time, 
and you go home at this time, but then you have all this free time and all of a sudden you have, you know, your finances are pretty good. Mm. The one thing that really helped me was my girlfriend at the time in 97, uh, we got married. She, we came to Carolina together. So we did this process together, got married. And so that helped me from maybe taking that extra step with that free time of, of maybe going out and hanging with, you know, the, maybe the wrong teammates that were doing the wrong things that I was going in a different direction. So I really believe that that really helped me keep my eye focused on the prize. And as we were going on, I was able to, to get, um, get connected with our chaplain mm. who really then took, took that, that faith and, and really started putting bricks and mortars around it and really strengthening me and opening up my eyes to more of the word. Mm. So um, my senior years, I'm going out, I'm reconnecting, but now, you know, Mike Bunkley helped me now put meat on the bone and mm. understand the word and how to live it out and what our purpose is. Um, and, and still to this day, I see him every Thursday. Oh, you know, even awesome. though I've been out the game 10 years later, we still have a Bible study every Thursday, still sharpening our tools, you know, and, and I think that that was something that uh, the Lord really blessed me with because um, he, he understands the football sports professional athlete world. Yeah. Uh, as athletes, we're, we, can, we can hide really well mm. and we can tell lies really well. We can fake the funk really well. Mm. And for him to understand when someone's faking it or when someone's not telling the truth, uh, he could call us to the carpet and that really helped me in my faith and in my walk. And, uh, and so we had a platform and, and hopefully the Lord is pleased the ways, the way that we used it and trying to bring attention to his, uh, his kingdom and, and our purpose here. Ah, oh, that's really cool. Mike Rucker had a wonderful career with the Carolina Panthers and, and went to the Super Bowl. was a pro bowler. Uh, and, and now just continuing to, to be connected to the game as, as well. He's an NFL ambassador and, and works with the Legends community. And, and so you, you mentioned your, your wife. Um, tell us a little bit about the, the family side of things. And, and you've got some kids. You're, you're busy. What, what stage of life are, are you at with the family? Yeah, so we're, I guess we're kid-wise. I mean, we're in the middle of it. We're in the thick of things. I have a 15-and-a-half-year-old uh, girl. Uh, I have a 13-year-old boy and uh, a 10-year-old girl that's about to turn 11 next month. So we're we're in sports or, you know, volleyball game one night, same night, got a football game. You go left, I go right. Um, <laughs> the, the math doesn't work on Wednesdays because all three are doing something. So we, we really enjoy the fam, and uh, we, we try to stay active, try to, you know, put them in the right position to win. Um, not only spiritually, but in life. And as, as you can see, you can turn on the TV that, you know, the world is getting tougher and tougher to uh, navigate and manage in uh, in today's world, especially with technology. It's it's inside your house. It is the Trojan horse. And so um, we're just on that grind of uh, trying to win hearts and minds and mm. um, hopefully putting them on the path so they can be successful, that when those trials and tribulations come, that they know um, where where uh, where to turn to. The one thing that I can't honestly say is different from their upbringing than mine is that they really enjoy going to church. Oh, and um, I think that that's a, a positive thing that, uh, of where we go to church, that they really embrace that and they want to go and they want to serve. So 
I think that that's that's huge too in in our in our family and in our lives right now. Ah, oh, that's excellent. Very very cool. So, uh, and speaking of your your wife, it sounds like you guys have been together for a while, even going back to to college. What's maybe something that that you've really held on to in regards to marriage wisdom or or something that you know keeps keeps your marriage grounded that that could be an encouragement to to guys listening today that can relate to juggling three kids and, and crazy schedules and, and keeping everything in order. Yeah. You know, at the end of the day, you know, similar background, you know, grew up going to church, but as far as really truly walking, we made that commitment ourselves as a couple and uh, we're, we're really each other. We, we back each other up and, and, and when someone um, is, has that support system of, you know, being able to, to talk through things from a Christian view uh from what god or the bible is saying the way that you should should go about it and I, i'm just super proud of her she stepped out of her box you know about a month ago and started and held a, a women's bible study on marriage and, oh. and really just uh really reflected on them as women you know sometimes as men you know they're 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 taking care of the family they're taking care of us but for them to really focus in on themselves uh, I think it's really, really cool. So she's continuing her walk and, and strengthening her walk, um, at, which is, is really cool. And like I said, this is a journey every day. Uh, you're, you're trying to get better and you're trying to walk closer uh, with the Lord in the way that he wants to do it. So as a family, we're, we're trying our best to do it the right way. Yeah. Like I said, we'll, we'll, we'll trip and, and stumble. But again, that's where God's grace and mercy comes in. And, and we, we can't we can't do it. We can't do it. It has to be him and his will and um, and understanding our purpose and what our purpose is here on this earth. And this is a short period of time. Yep. You know, when we talk about eternity, uh, this is just a blimp uh, on the screen. And so uh, what we do, um, it really is important. Amen. Amen. Mike Rucker, final thoughts uh, as you just kind of think about your, your own time with the Lord or even the Bible study that you mentioned on, on Thursdays. What's maybe been on your heart most recently? What have you been been learning or, or studying most recently? Well, really, two things. Uh, we've really been talking about heaven. Oh. Um, I think that a lot of times we kind of, you know, in sports we always have a goal, right? So when we start the season, we have one goal, and that's to see the trophy and to win a championship and to hold that trophy up on the stage yeah. as winners. Right. And we focus on that. But I feel like in the, in, in the Christian walk in faith, sometimes we, we think about day to day and we don't think about our end goal. What is our goal? And that's the win for Christ and to be into heaven holding that trophy. And, and so to be able to talk about what heaven is like, I think is, is really huge. And uh, I think that's been really good for me and opening up my eyes uh, the other thing is is what our purpose is mm. here on earth. While we are here on earth, what does that look like? And it's really to to uh, to win people and to, to expose people to to the word. And sometimes it's just being vulnerable because that might not be my nature, mm. right? My nature might not be to just walk up to somebody and have this open conversation. So not only is Am I breaking down walls personally? But then it's also um, doing the Lord's work and exposing other people to the word. 
so those have really been, um, you know, discipleship and, and talking about uh, having been like the two topics. Um, I think the next one that we're going to roll into is spiritual warfare. Oh, I think that uh, when you really think about going back and understanding why I want to go to a strip club or why do I want to drink alcohol or do drugs or why do I want to step outside of my marriage or why do I want to be physically abusive? All of these things. Where's that coming from? Hmm. You know, and, and to talk about spiritual warfare and to understand how it started and, and, and where it's at, uh, I think has been, it's, it's really huge. So I think that's kind of the next topic that we're going to slide into. So I'm really excited about that one. Oh, that's excellent. Wow. That's, that's powerful stuff. Mike Rucker, former Carolina Panther, join us here on unpacking it. Follow him on Twitter. Ruckus, R-U-C-K-U-Z, 84. And, and Mike, really appreciate you joining us today. Love hearing your heart. Love, love what you're doing. One of my favorite players ever to play for the Panthers. So, so really a, a treat to talk with you today. So thank you. Appreciate it, buddy. I'm sorry it took us a minute to get together, but I'm glad that we finally did. Absolutely. It, it was awesome. He's Mike Rucker joining us here on Unpacking It.